If you don't count the little city-states, the Netherlands would be the most densely populated country in Europe. First impressions usually include how tidy and efficient everything looks. Before the COVID pandemic, dense crowds of summer tourists, especially young partiers in Amsterdam, gave off an entirely different impression of the city. To help us look at our options outside of the usual hotspots and to enjoy the Netherlands like the Dutch do, we're joined today by two local tour guides who specialize in showing their country to American visitors. Jody van Engelsdorp lives in historic Harlem, about 30 kilometers from Amsterdam in North Holland. It's a charming city near the famous tulip fields on the way to the North Sea. And Hans de Kiefde was born and raised in Rotterdam, Europe's largest seaport in South Holland. He now lives in a small town just outside of Harlem. Our interview was recorded before the pandemic. Jody, you're young and energetic. When you go to Amsterdam, where do you like to go? I still like to go to Amsterdam, but when I go, I go to a north of Amsterdam, where that's where you can still find some locals. And not only the tourists have the problems that Amsterdam is so full, but it's also the locals that are actually moving out of Amsterdam and they're moving into Haarlem and all these places that are in a neighborhood because it's just not pleasant to live there anymore. So there's an exodus of some local people from Amsterdam is that's impacting your town, Harlem? Oh, yeah. It's become very snob, as we would say. Snob. <laughs> so here comes an Amsterdammer uh, into your little town and all of a yeah. sudden the bar is raised. It's changing, but it's still nice. Uh, but it's I feel that Harlem is getting... Well, getting more of a partying well, place. Or, partying place, yeah. yeah. which is good. But. Yeah, well, there's there's a lot of alternatives, that's for sure. And transportation is so good in the Netherlands that you can go anywhere quite easily. So outside of Amsterdam, if you're visiting uh, the Netherlands, there's, there's a lot to see and do. You both uh, uh, live near or in Harlem. How, how would you describe Harlem, Jody? Harlem is a beautiful town. I don't want to be biased, but I think it's the best town of the world. It feels like a village, even though... It is not because there are uh, everybody knows each other. Um, you have a great, great square where you can just ha- sit on the terraces and relax and have drinks, and you're really close to the sand dunes. And it's a, it's a sort of a human scale town. Yeah, I mean, you just feel like for centuries people have been going to the market here. And uh, the great thing is, with the modern infrastructure, you could sleep there and you could be in Amsterdam in in half an hour. Yeah, it's perfect. Hans, you take groups walking through Harlem. What do you enjoy showing them when you take a group around in Harlem? Okay, um, well, firstly, there's a beautiful church, beautiful market square. And the market square is like a living room of the town. The terrace is there in summer, and you have the, the beautiful view of the church. And the, the town hall is very, it's all very old and very nice. And uh, So then we go through the old streets of Harlem, and I explain that it's built on high ground and all the history of the streets. and. It's got this human aspect. The center is very small, so everything is in within walking distance. I've got a photograph of the church from the far end of the square, mm-hmm. and I put it right next to a famous painting, mm-hmm. and it's, there's almost no change. Oh, you have, uh, we have a lot of paintings, luckily in the Netherlands, the Golden Age. Huh? Actually, the, the Netherlands, is. Um, we look back in our history visibly more than other countries because the paintings are, there were so many paintings built, made in the Golden Age, also normal life, so not uh, religious art. So we can look back in our normal history. You can learn by more, looking at the art. More than other countries. Yeah, right? I think so. And, it, there must and, and, and there's a beautiful, beautiful painting by Ruisdaal from the dunes. And you see Harlem, you see the big church sticking out. And then the, the fields with uh, cloth where they lay them in the sun to, to whiten up. Oh, yeah. 
cloth trade and this beautiful, beautiful picture. And if you go there now, I mean, there's still a few buildings around, but none is taller than the So there's, the some, there's some restrictions that protect oh, yes. the, the, the downtown, especially the, the historic yeah, core. You're not, not allowed to build higher than the gutter of the roof of the church. Oh, okay. And as there's the big church in the middle and smaller at the surrounding area, there's no new buildings, hardly any higher than this, so the old view is still maintained, and it's unique in the Netherlands and in actually many cities in the world. Now, Jordi, nearby is another very big city, Rotterdam. You could be in Rotterdam in less than an hour from Harlem. What's it like in your mind, Rotterdam? In my mind, it's very industrial, and it's very busy, and it's more of a crowded place. But I think also yeah, the industrial part comes where in the Second World War, Rotterdam was really heavily bombed and then they had to rebuild it. So uh, that brings that, yeah, there you don't see that old characteristics of Harlem. It's not there. You see those high, for me, they're skyscrapers. For you, they might be flats, but I think they're just giant skyscrapers. So You walk through Rotterdam not... and you feel like it's a Manhattan kind of place. Yeah, it or feels something. cold to me. Yeah. yeah, isn't there a saying? Uh, I think uh, maybe you told me about this, Hans. Yes. Where this, this, uh, the, the money sh- is made in Rotterdam, yeah, divided in the Hague, and spent in Amsterdam. I like that. The money is made in Rotterdam, in the harbor, right? Divided at the Hague, which is the capital, where the government is. Yeah, no, it's not the capital. Okay, the where capital, the government resides. That's crazy again about the Netherlands. The capital is Amsterdam, but the government resides in the Hague. Okay, and the fun is in Amsterdam. That's where you spend the money. Uh, yes, well, there's so much fun there. That's why it attracts all those tourists, right? That's I mean, right. It's, they come for a reason. Let's. Put I, I've there. also heard that the shirts are sold with the sleeves already yeah. rolled up in Rotterdam. In Rotterdam, yes, yes. <laughs> this is travel with it's Rick your Steves. Time. We're talking about traveling in the Netherlands outside of Amsterdam. Our phone number is eight seven seven three 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 seven four two five. We're joined by Hans de Kiefte and Jody van Engelstorp, two guides from the Netherlands. Kate's calling in from Portland. Hey, Kate, thanks for your call. Do you have a question or a comment for our guys? Well, my kids are living right now. They've spent um, about 20 months living in Eindhoven, which is about 90 kilometers southeast of Amsterdam. And so we were fortunate to go and spend three weeks with them. And I only spent one day in Amsterdam. I've been to Amsterdam before. We had the opportunity to travel to just a lot of lovely little towns and villages that maybe you wouldn't go to otherwise. So what is a favorite village of yours in the countryside of the Netherlands? Well... I'm a Van Gogh fan, and so the first day we were after we got there, they took us up to the Open Air Museum and the Kohler Mueller Museum. Oh, I love that. Oh, it was fabulous, and I've read about that in your book. If people can take a day trip from Amsterdam or spend the night in that little village there, it is wonderful. Let me get Yodi's take on that. Yodi, have you been to the Kohler Mueller Museum with tourists? Yeah, it's one of my favorite things to do. Also, you can cycle there, and then you can go and see that beautiful museum where, indeed, you see more beautiful Van Gogh paintings there than you get to see in the Van Gogh Museum in Amsterdam. Is that right? So there's two great collections of Van Goghs in the Netherlands. One is at the famous Van Gogh Museum next to the Rijksmuseum in Amsterdam, Mm -hmm. but you're saying it's an even better collection out near Utrecht at the Kroller Mueller Museum. There's other things there, too. I mean, she has. it's a beautiful collection that that, that the um, the state has. Did you go to the open-air museum there, Kate? Yes, yes. We did. And, you know, we were there the summer when they were having a heat wave. It was 90-plus degrees. I love that museum, even when it's hot. Oh, uh, yeah. I wish we'd, we had probably five or six hours there. I probably could have spent a couple of days there. Why? What is it about it? What, what do you experience when you go there as a traveler? Well, I love anything old. And, you know, for, I'm from Portland, Oregon, and so we don't have things that are that old here. So to go and see these beautiful 
buildings that have been painstakingly taken apart and moved to this beautiful big park that you can walk around and you might see a 400-year-old mill or a 500-year-old church or a and, and they even have buildings from, like, World War II. I love um, it. And they've gathered together, like you said, from all different corners of the Netherlands, rebuilt these historic buildings, many of them centuries old, creating a little town, a traditional town. There's shops. There's a paper mill. Uh, there's a farm. Uh, you've got well, to I'm a knitter, more. and so I walked into, the, there was a woman that was in there spinning and knitting. Yeah. And so she and I had the best conversation about our techniques and things that we did. And, and then they have a collection of different railroad cars, Hans, as a tour guide, what do you enjoy showing people at the open-air museum near Arnhem? There's a whole collection of all kinds of things, of Dutch stuff. And there's also, the nice thing about this is, like, you have bars, uh, shops with old, um, how would you call it, licorice, Dutch licorice. A candy shop. A candy shop. It's like 100 years ago. And there's an old bar, and once I walked into this bar, you have these volunteers who come there, right? But also Dutch people who, who, who see their own history. And once I walked into this bar, and there was a whole group of Dutch people drinks in the hand, singing old-fashioned Dutch songs like they do in a, in the bar in the old days. So and these they, were visitors? No, these were visitors, and they reincarnate. They were recre- reliving it. Yeah, reliving it. It was, it was their time tunnel yeah, experience. Yeah, and they come in and have a beer, and you have a beer in your hand before you know it. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, very nice. So it's not well, only and tourists the French who come fries there. Too. The French fries are wonderful there, too. We, we had beer and French fries everywhere we went. It's uh, funny you it. say that, Kate, because I have a memory of being there, and there was a school teacher, and she had 20 students, and she had this whole rack of old-fashioned and French fries in in paper cones, mm-hmm. and all the mm-hmm. kids were sitting down to their French fries with their mayonnaise, I believe, yeah, yeah, yeah. and they were in hog heaven. Uh, well, and it isn't just mayonnaise. You'll go to restaurants, and they may have a menu of twenty different things you can dip it in. You get to choose. <laughs> <laughs> but we don't call them French fries. <laughs> it isn't just ketchup like here. No. Oh, Hans is Hans is, is speaking up as a Dutchman here. What you don't call them French fries? No, 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 no. The most favorite ones are the Belgian fries in the Netherlands. Belgian mm-hmm. fries. Yes, what so. do you call them? We call them fries in general. Friet, fries. Frieten. Eh? Frieten, yeah. Or frieten, Belgische yeah. frieten. Belgian fries. Yeah, that's, okay. uh, they taste better if they're called Belgian French. <laughs> Belgian well, fries, fries, fries. After a long day of walking with a cold beer, they're absolutely wonderful. Oh, that's yeah, great. Yeah, yeah. Hey, Kate, thanks for your call. Well, I appreciate it. Happy I, I'm ready to go back. I'll tell oh, you that. It's well, a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful country. Nice. Thank you. Bye-bye. So you see, even in the heat wave, the Netherlands is still very beautiful. Even in the heat wave. Yeah, yeah. That's nice. This is Travel with Rick Steves. Our phone number is 877-333-7425. And Ron is on the line from Coram in New York. How are we doing, Rick? Doing good. Thanks for your call. Uh, you guys just talked about my favorite place while I was there, which was the Kroeller Mueller Museum. Mm. So I, I won't beat that to death, but... One thing to mention about it, I that probably had the best outdoor cafe experience there because it was this cafe that was essentially in the middle of a field surrounded by this beautiful art. Mm. It was awesome. Um, so this is, but, uh, let me just make sure our listeners have this straight, and me too. This is the Kroeller-Mueller Museum. It's it's near Utrecht, is that right, Jody? Um, closer to Arnhem. And, Arnhem. Um, yeah, it's really close to the Open Air Museum in Arnhem. Okay, um, so it's, it's famous for the Van Gogh Museum and a nat- national park where you have free bikes that you can just hop on and, and pedal y- around? Yes, yeah, so I believe you pay like 20 euros to enter this national park, and then you can just get those bikes and it's really big and it's beautiful. And nearby in it is a different establishment, which is the Open Air Folk Museum that yes. we were talking about. Uh, Ron, you're talking about a cafe in the actual park around the Van Gogh Museum that you really enjoyed? That's correct, yeah. So I don't know if it's a year-round thing, but they had set up this you know, large canopy tent, really well done, and you can order 
uh, you know, drinks, wine, frites, and be able to sit under the shade on a hot day, uh, enjoy a nice cold glass of whatever your choice is, and you can still see all of the art that is in this open-air museum, and it is absolutely beautiful. Did you enjoy uh, um, biking around the Netherlands at all? Uh, I, yeah, we did, actually, and that's, uh, that was what I was going to mention. So we did bike around that national park, but we biked from uh, where we were staying in Harlem out to uh, Bloemendal, which is the beach there, hmm. uh, since we were there in the summer. We wanted to make it all the way to, to Zandvoort. Is it Zandvoort? Zandvoort. I'm not sure. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, there you go. So how did you find, and you rented a bike in Harlem, and just did you use the little bike, there's little, cute little mini roads with uh, traffic lights and everything just for bicycles. That's correct, yeah. So right in Harlem, there were uh, plenty of places to uh, rent a bike. Uh-huh. We ended up finding a, a convenient one right outside of our hotel that we could, you know, rent the bike, and everything was very clearly marked. It took us about maybe 25 to 30 minutes to reach the beach. Mm. We actually ended up biking through a national park that's on the route to the beach, and that was beautiful. It was my first time biking in Europe. I wasn't afraid of, you know, getting hit or anything like that. It was it was really a pleasant experience. Hans, can you talk a little bit about biking using Harlem as a base? May I make a small correction? Yes. The Miller Museum is a modern art museum, and it has a lot of Van Goghs. Oh. But the Van Gogh Museum is in Amsterdam. Oh, that's a very good clarification. Yes. So, in the Kroller-Muller National Park, there's a modern art museum famous for its Van Gogh collection. And an indoor and an outdoor museum. And it's got outdoor art, modern and, art? Yes, and indoor. All right. And indoor, there's a, quite a few Van Gogh uh, yeah. paintings. So. Okay. Well, Hans, talk a little bit about biking. Ron apparently had a great time biking from Harlem. Yeah, biking. Well, in general, in the Netherlands, it's bike heaven. There are bike lanes everywhere. There's even express bike lanes. Express between, bike lane. Express what would that be? In between cities, they're wider, they're concrete, they have no bumps. And certainly with the modern uh, electric bikes, you can really speed up. You can really go. Yes, yes, yes. So businessmen can go, go in their suits to their work. And because they don't burn a lot of calories that way, they arrive dried, right? I mean, not, not, without, not sweated. Without sweat. <laughs> yeah, yeah, not sweat. <laughs> yeah, 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 And Jodi, what would you recommend for people who like to bike if they're exploring the Netherlands? Well, just what Ron said, because um, he cycled through the Kennebunna. I live very close to that because that's Harlem. And you cycle through this national park, which is the Kennebunna, and it's just beautiful. You have all these deers. And if you go at deer? sunset, deer, yeah. Wow. And at sunset, there might be a fox and rabbits. And then you get to the dunes uh, or to the beach, and there is a cafe there. You can have a drink there, and you can go on the sand where you see... In the summer, a bunch of kite surfers and surfers. And if you cycle through to uh, Zandvoort, which is beautiful, on straight next to the boulevard, um, you can get the best fish of the Netherlands, which is at Zandvoort. Wow. And it's, just, it's really nice. And uh, if you're really into cycling, what you should do is you should start in Hague and cycle right past the coast of the North Sea, up, up north to Harlem, and maybe even further uh, if you like cycling, I also want to suggest the islands of the Netherlands that are okay. beautiful. But for a lot of people, they'll be staying in Harlem because it's a good base for visiting Amsterdam. And it's yeah. very easy if they're a good biker to rent a bicycle. And, you know, we were talking about the Netherlands being the most densely populated country in Europe. But it sounds like you're biking with the deer and uh, with the rabbits in the park. And it's like a, a parallel yes. world without all the traffic. And before you know it, you're at the beach resorts along the seacoast. 
and you get to Zandvoort. Yeah, that's what we did when we were young. You would go out in Zandvoort at the beach, and so you cycle there because you know you would have a beer or two, so you cannot take the car back or anything. And at midnight, we would cycle back through the sand dunes, and you had to watch out for deers and everything. And it was really good. Yeah, that's an experience I want to have next time. I can All right, spend, well, uh, I'll do come it with on you. over. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> from we'll Harlem to Zandvoort, how long of a bike ride is that? Um, it's uh, well, if you. Do it through the sand dunes. It'll take about an hour if you're like experienced, uh-huh. uh, maybe one and a half hour. I did it with a French friend of mine, and she cannot cycle, so we take two hours. Okay, um, so it's an afternoon. It would be a great thing. And then you yeah. have dinner, the best fish in the Netherlands, in Zandvoort. Yes, definitely. On the beach. And you can cycle. On the beach. Yes. Yeah. And the back way, you can do an easier road, so it will just take you half an hour. So. This is Travel with Rick Steves. We've been talking with two Dutch tour guides, Jody van Engelsdorp and Hans de Kiefta. Let's finish our little discussion with just sharing one favorite moment, one favorite place with a visitor in your country outside of the big city. Hans, where would you take somebody? To my village. To your village. And I take the tours to my village. The village is called Sandpoort. Uh-huh. So not Sandvoort, but Sandpoort. And we have a windmill uh, from... 1798, if I'm completely right. And they still mill grain, 300,000 kilo a year. A working windmill. Yes. Centuries-old windmill. And still running like in the old days. It's not a tourist attraction. It's a business. It took me two weeks of talking to get my groups in because they don't have tourists. And the miller now shows us around. And it's like a highlight of the tour, maybe. That's nice. And Jodi? Well, for me, the... The cycling is always very special because when people come, they don't always think about that. And then you take them to nature and it's just very special. If it's not that, it's the Frans Hals Museum of Haarlem. It's beautiful. Frans Hals. He's sort of the classic great master of of the golden age of the Netherlands. Yes. And and in Little Haarlem, you've got a wonderful museum dedicated just to Frans Hals. And that was his hometown. beautiful. And it explains you just how he started out and also how his way of painting really inspired uh, modern artists as well, the way his brush strokes work. It's a great so. museum, Franz Hals mm-hmm. in Harlem. But I'm going to rent a bike, go through the park, past the deer to Zandvoort yeah. and have the best fish in the Netherlands. Good idea. Jodi and Hans, thanks so much for joining us. Thanks for sharing a little bit about your beautiful country. It was a pleasure. Thank you, Al. Thank you, Al. Hey, I'm Rick Steves, and I love art. And in my new book, Europe's Top 100 Masterpieces, I share my favorites with gorgeous photos and vivid descriptions. It's all in Europe's Top 100 Masterpieces, Art for the Traveler. It's available now at ricksteves.com.